Good day and welcome to BSC Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening and welcome Cassie for joining us today. Today we have Cassie with us and if you don't know Cassie, she is a confidence coach coach and the creator of Cassie's Cure where she teaches people how to believe in themselves and love themselves better. So thank you for taking your time out today and discussing such an important topic, um, relationship with self. So I'm curious, what does relationship with self mean to you? Awesome. Well, first, thank you for having me, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, but diving in a little bit to your question, relationship with self. I think when I think of relationship with self, I think it's um, the way you communicate with yourself, the way you love on yourself, the way you see yourself, and um, how you treat yourself knowing all, piece of you, all pieces of you. Like um, the pieces that you don't really like, the pieces that you're embarrassed about. Like how do you love on those pieces of yourself? It's really truly knowing yourself, not who society has asked you to be, who has your family asked you to be. It's literally like you knowing what you like, what you don't like, and how you want to maneuver throughout life. Wow, okay. I, I totally agree. And so you mentioned um you mentioned how you speak to yourself and so do you believe language can play a part into um building that relationship and loving yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that it's easy for us to think negative about ourselves rather than thinking positive about ourselves. And when you're thinking negative, um you start to defeat yourself mentally. Mm-hmm. And when you start to defeat to defeat yourself mentally then you'll defeat yourself physically emotionally spiritually financially like it all starts with the conversations that you have with yourself i'm a firm believer of the relationship um that you have with others is a is a reflection of the relationship that you have with yourself absolutely you can't love other people if you don't know how to love yourself you can't respect other people if you don't know how to respect yourself you know you just it's all a reflection of you with yourself if you have something going on you're gonna have something going on with other people right it's like when i i feel like when i'm at the most peace in my life it's i'm loving on every piece of me and when i go when i interact with others certain things don't bother me or i have more grace more empathy more sympathy because i've given myself that same grace and empathy like i can i can give it to others now so i mm-hmm. definitely think it's a, it's a reflection oh yeah most definitely i can i i, I agree with every <laughs> single part of what you just said and I feel um, it's super important to to create uh, a love language with yourself mm-hmm. um, and not speak negatively. I think it gets really easy to, um, you know, say, you know, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I'm all of this, whether you mean it in that moment or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that plays a part, it plays a f- big factor in how you maneuver throughout the day and your interactions with other people yeah. and your perception of other people through your lens Mm -hmm. because it all again like you said starts from within so why is it so important why is it important to have a relationship with Mm -hmm. yourself i mean i think it kind of ties into what i said earlier like if you don't have a relationship with yourself you're not going to be able to have a relationship with anyone else Mm -hmm. and i think that sometimes like people we often we hop into these relationships or these friendships and we try to use them as distractions but they don't work Mm -hmm. right because like you are with yourself 24-7. Like, you right. can't run from yourself. Right. You can run from work. You can run from other people, everything else. But you can't run from yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's important to to realize, I can't run from myself. So I need to get to know myself. Mm-hmm. I need to be okay with all the pieces of me. Mm-hmm. I need to be okay with every fiber of my being and my emotions. I need to 
I need to become comfortable living in my skin because I cannot go and live in any other skin. Right. Like, it's going to be, no matter the amount of plastic surgery or whatever the case may be, like, you're in your skin, like, at your this core. <laughs> your soul is your soul. Yeah. And you cannot change that. So mm-hmm. why don't we acknowledge it and, and learn how to love it right. and embrace it? Yeah, most definitely. And I think to bridge off of what you're saying, I think this is where... Well, I feel like people start neglecting themselves when they don't want to face mm-hmm. or heal the traumas that they've encountered um, in the past, mm-hmm. currently. Uh, and so digging into those really sensitive areas, I feel, is really important with understanding who you are. Mm-hmm. Because if not, that in- identity crisis will kind of um, show out. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by identity is, you know, just not really sure who you are so you kind of start adopting other habits other people may have Mm -hmm. regardless if you truly value that or or you know um your values align with it Mm -hmm. so um i think understanding the importance of healing from within and you know people get into relationships they have trauma that's you know that pre-existed in that situation in that relationship and then they try to move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. hoping for saving Mm -hmm. and you can't you can't do that you know that's just going to carry on and you're going to project that into the next relationship or you're going to attract that Mm -hmm. so uh i think we already touched on uh, why we should focus uh on having a relationship with yourself um but we can just dive in a little bit more i guess um I know you mentioned having, well, um, building a relationship with yourself can have an effect on, you know, your partner. So how would, like, let's say we were on the back end of, of that, you know, that person that your partner wasn't, you know, developing that relationship. So how do we, um, you know, be of support to the other person at the same time, you know, um, maintain our, mm-hmm. our sanity, mm-hmm. you know? I think that, um, and I've talked to a few friends about it, I was just like, it, it's not our job to, to be there for people. And that sounds so messed up. Um, but it, it's, not, it's not our primary job. Um, it's our job to be there for ourselves. Um, and it's up to us to choose if we want to be there for people. Um, But I think that in the midst of making that choice, we also have to look at what that person is going through Mm -hmm. and say, like, hey, do I have the emotional and mental capacity to be able to show up for you in a way that's going to help you heal? Or am I going to show up in a way that's going to make us argue where you feel like less than, I feel like less Mm -hmm. than, this isn't going anywhere. So I think it's very important for us to critically think, like, do I have what it takes to support this person in that time? And I think that both parties should be aware of that. Like, I can't expect you to be here. um, You know what I mean? And I I can't expect you to change um, and get your emotions together because we're together. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's your journey. That's your process. That's what you're going through. And I can't tell you to stop going through that. Um, But I can't expect you to stay or myself to stay. So I think that when you're being a partner, it's very important to to have these kind of conversations because um i feel like after a few months and things of that sort that's when it all comes out and you're like where is this person that i right. that i met that was always happy that was super energetic all of a sudden right. like you're sad all the time but you're like this was me i was just hiding it mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think it's very important not to hide those pieces right. of you and it sucks because sometimes um people will be like 
that's too much. This is a lot going on. Like, oh my gosh, this person is crazy. Or it's like, oh, you don't want to show too much of yourself right away. Right. But I feel like, um, and I always share this with my friends, like, date when it comes to dating, it's hard because of the simple fact that, like, with your family and your friends, you can be you 100% raw. And then you're, you date someone, it's like, okay, this first three months, right. I have to humble myself. I can't right. hang out with you that much. I can't tell you I love you, though. That's something that I tell my friends and family every right. day. If I say it to you, then I'm weird. I love you too fast. But it's like, it's what I do. I tell people I love them every day. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's dating's a challenge because you have to find that balance between not giving this person too much right away, but then also still being authentic and giving them enough to say, hey, this is what you're signing up for. Right. And that looks different for absolutely everyone. Oh, so I think yeah. that's really hard. It's something that I even try to navigate. Yeah. Um, of not being like, okay, here's all my insecurities, love mm-hmm. on me. But then also just kind of like, if this guy's like, this girl crazy, mm-hmm. she don't text back. I'm like, uh, I have my moments where I don't feel like talking to people. Yeah, uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. So just kind of figuring out that out. But I think that it just, if you love that person, um, know that that love, love sometimes has pain attached to it. Even though we think it's like this Mm-mm. high school musical movie from disney channel yeah. like no Mm-mm. some love is really 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 painful mm-hmm. and you got to figure out is this person worth going through the pain or is it like hey is this just like not my time is it not my season to be in your life right now like mm-hmm. some people have long seasons some people have short ones some people will have a season skip one and then have another like right. really just kind of figuring out is it time for me to be in your life right now and right. How can I show up to where it's supportive to you, but it's also not um, suppressing to me? Right. And I think that to bridge off of what you're saying, I I agree completely. Um, But understanding that when you're at peace with yourself and you're you know yourself people are going to flee to that Mm -hmm. because they're looking as you know like that that's somebody i i admire that this person is stable maybe i can adopt some of their Mm -hmm. tactics in order to um be sufficient in myself but um again like you said it is not your job Mm -hmm. to to be there for everyone it's your job to be there for yourself and creating that boundary and asserting that boundary that hey you know, I'm here for your process, but sometimes their stuff overflows, their mm-hmm. chaos overflows into your life and saying, hey, I was here for you and your journey, but me, I have to stop that because it added chaos into my right. life. So asserting boundaries um, mm-hmm. is most definitely, a, I believe, a tool mm-hmm. um, that we should adopt when um, considering helping other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. Um, what is the importance of introspection when navigating psychological and spiritual wellness? What is the importance of introspection when navigating psychological and spiritual wellness? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've had multiple. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. You're good because I'm thinking hard, so mm-hmm. that's perfect. <laughs> but, you know, I had, I, I had to really understand what that was you know mm-hmm. having a moment of introspection reflecting what is going on with myself you know mm-hmm. and um you know understanding that it's not even really just my feelings it's my psychological mm-hmm. well-being mm-hmm. you know um i just took a took a um, youth mental health for, youth mental health first aid instructor training and i'm over here listening like dang 
you know, I'm setting myself up to assist other people, but then my mental health is not, is, is you know, declining because, mm-hmm. you know, this whole COVID-19 thing, yeah. you know, this um, racial appraisal mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, dang, you know, how am I supposed to, you know, cater to other people, mm-hmm. be active within the community, and at the same time, ensure that my well-being is, is, is sufficient, is stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so hard, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think allowing yourself a moment of silence, a moment to pause. Mm-hmm. And I, I kept questioning this. I said, you know, I was mentioning it to my mom. I'm like, I feel as though I'm failing, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like I'm fa- failing because I'm not out there protesting mm-hmm. at the moment. You know, marching, I should say. Because mm-hmm. I'm protesting but not marching. You know, um, I I don't understand, you know... Um, you know how this COVID nineteen is. You know we're still locked, temporary lockdown or mm-hmm. um at stay at home order. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't even do the things that would make me feel good. Yeah. You know, go to coffee shops and just sit there and mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So I I had to tell myself, you know, it's okay to take a pause. I know that the world is going to continue moving and, and move on without me, mm-hmm. but this is what matters to me, and right. I I just need to sit in my silence. Mm-hmm. And I had commented on that. I think I both posted it on Facebook. And I've been sharing friends. Um, I said, like, my protests will look like monetary donations mm-hmm. and educating and informing people of right. what's happening right, in injustice. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going outside. Because I've been thinking, like, aren't we in a pandemic? Yeah. Um, for, and I'm not going to bash those who are going outside. I'm not right. going to bash those who, who are looting. None of that. Because mm-hmm. that's none of my business. It's none of my <laughs> business. I can only control what I do. Exactly. Because for me, um, my thing is my mother has lupus. So for me... It's more so like if I contract this virus and I gave it to her and she died, I would not, uh uh-uh, I would be in shambles. Like, I really would not be in a good mental space. Like, that's something I couldn't forgive myself for. So, for me, I'm just like, I'm going to stay home, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to show up. And I think that what society doesn't understand is, like, showing up looks different for everyone. And you cannot force someone to protest the way that you protest. Mm -hmm. You can't force someone to process the way Mm -hmm. that you process. You can't force anyone to do absolutely anything. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was like, what's an alternative that I can feel good about, that I feel like I can contribute to outside of me protesting and going inside, like I typically would, because I've done protests mm-hmm. in LA, I've done the walks, the marching, and things of that sort. And I was just like, this season is a no for me. Yeah. Like, I get, but yeah. I'm thinking it's about my, my health, my mother's health, and even probably the other people that I give it to. But for me, that was that one person that I was okay. like, nope. if, I, I, if I gave this to my mom, yeah, and then all my brothers and sisters would beat me up. I can't. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> right, that's no go. Right, yeah. So I was just like, nah. And I think that that's okay. And that's what I've been kind of sharing on my social media platforms. Like, it's okay if your protest does not look like you marching. It's okay if it doesn't look like you looting. It's okay if it doesn't look like you donating money. It's okay if you choose one or the other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. do something though. Yeah. What's not okay is the silence. Right. Just radio silence. I don't think right. that's okay. Now, here's the thing. Right. I will say sometimes, if you're on social media 24-7, you need a day off. Yes, yes. go silent. Mm-hmm. That day. Do what you got to yeah. do. But Not I think the in, the midst, yeah, in the midst of everything that's going on, don't be silent to the issue at right. hand. Mm-hmm. Um, educate your friends and your peers um, the best way you see fit. And be safe. Right. You know? 
Yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. I could agree with that. Um, my my version of protesting is completely different. You know, um, I'm like, as soon as I'm hearing this, I'm like, okay, let me open up a book, mm-hmm. like really quick. You know, and again, like the risk for you was your mom. That was the the voice that was playing in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will be damned if I, if the money that she would be allocating toward a potential bail bond or mm-hmm. you know my funeral, God forbid you know like goes to that Mm -hmm. rather than property or land my mom is looking to to buying a house Mm -hmm. a house that like that's property Mm -hmm. you know people like us are not obtaining property Mm -hmm. at the rate that other white races Mm -hmm. acquire them so um it to me was just like hey you know this is this is something Mm -hmm. that i have to to compromise Mm -hmm. um and still be able to uh like you said show up and show out Mm -hmm. but um being really cautious about what the media um what the media exudes what the media portrays people who look like you because i know for a fact for myself i felt helpless Mm -hmm. you know and learn helplessness is a thing you know um feeling that you know you're enduring all of this pain and suffering and yet you can't do anything to do like can't do anything to prevent it from happening Mm -hmm. and so um that right there is most definitely psychological where you're thinking you know what is my purpose you know i don't contemplate that people are really feeling down right Mm -hmm. now depressed and so taking a moment to not listen to the outside noise Mm -hmm. although it is tempting and yes you know advocate um but having that moment like you said of just getting off of social media Mm -hmm. you know allowing yourself to sit in your in your thoughts and um and a pool of of love for yourself uh even just creating you know um a collage of kind words to Mm -hmm. yourself you know um my skin is beautiful you know um i i help others i love myself just saying those things Mm -hmm. those those affirming um reassuring you know words i think will help you throughout this process of of a covid of a pandemic Mm -hmm. and like Mm protests all that you know it's just so much and especially people are losing their jobs not just from this virus and and economical recession but looting and you know all those different types of things um you know so yeah thank you for that Mm -hmm. so um has the media affected you and your mental health if you feel comfortable saying this in your spiritual well-being um i think for me when it comes to my mental health it's just like uh, part of me actually i i know when i need to log off I've, I've gauged that like some of it i'm like okay um i was talking to my friends i was just like it's interesting to see what's going on and i see some people making jokes and i laugh at the jokes mm-hmm. but then i talked to my friend i was like damn like black people we always gotta make fun of the pain yeah to like process it with right you. and so for me um I will say, like, I, I, I found myself being conflicted because part of me was like, y'all want to be a supporter of this? I want to protest on behalf of um, George Floyd and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other half of me was like, what about Breonna Taylor? Right. Like, I really only seen people post about her for, like, two days. Literally. And people were posting about Ahmad and everyone's posting mm-hmm. about George. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. it, why? I, I don't know if this has happened before, but I'm like, Multiple. I tried to think about a time, like, have we ever started a process for a black woman? I'm like, outside of Sandra, <laughs> Sandra Bland. Bland. Yeah, yeah you know it. what I mean? Like, outside of Sandra <laughs> Bland. I'm like, uh, Terrible. You know? Mm-hmm. So then for me, 
I was torn between the part of like, wow, black women really are overlooked, like holistically. Like mm-hmm. people are not, and, and and people are finally adding her name to their hashtags mm-hmm. because black women have been like, mm-hmm. you want me to protest for this person, right. mm-hmm. but you don't even want to, you know. And don't get me wrong, like black women, we're gonna show up and show out, like period, because that's what we do. But I just kind of feel like, how can y'all overlook that death? Mm-hmm. Like that's not okay. So I found myself a little bit last week, really feeling like I'm yeah. tired of black women being invisible. But then also, too, I was just like, you know what? I can't expect y'all to have my back or a black woman's back. Mm-hmm. I just know as a black woman, I need to have, like, if no one else has black women's back, me as another black woman, I have to stand up for black women, period. Because right. that's, that's who I am. Yeah. And then aside from just, just seeing how, like, people who don't identify as black are like, well, what was he doing? Mm-hmm. What did he do? Did he resist? I feel like all those questions are irrelevant. Right. I feel like regardless if the person is resisting, regardless if the person is cussing out, if that person doesn't have a gun or a knife and he's not killing someone, there's no way the situation mm-hmm. should end him losing his life. Right, exactly. Period. That does not equate Period. to a death sentence. That like it does not equal him yelling back, him right. resisting does not equal a death sentence. Like you right. cannot convince me that it does. Right. And so for me, I find myself getting mad at the fact that people go straight to asking those questions Mm -hmm. and then it's like some of them will even ask those questions with footage right so it's like the proof is in the pudding you're still like yeah Yeah. but what i'm like bruh as a justification yeah and it's like what 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 are you not getting like no like your uncle yeah black people yeah like that's what he does he's a a, a killer he's your (laughs) uncle he's nice to you but at work he out here slaughtering me my own like and it's not okay like it's just it's not cool so yeah. It's a lot, but I find myself being like, okay, Cass, just take today off yeah. or take a little time off right. or go mm-hmm. chat with the friends. So what I, that's what I did this weekend. I really took this weekend off. And it, was, it was refreshing. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, no, I, I catch myself, you know, getting scared. And, you know, it's not necessarily because anything. When I say, sorry, let me rephrase that. I want to emphasize this, that... As a member of a community, a black community, we are very, many people think we're divisive, but we are very mm-hmm. unified. When we p- pass each other, we make sure that there's eye contact yeah. and that we're acknowledging that, hey, you matter. Mm-hmm. When you encounter any other person, any other race, I feel invisible. We don't even get a move to the side as we're walking down the oh street. Oh my gosh, girl. It's airports, the entitlement. Right. It pisses me off at airports every yeah. time. I'm like, six feet, please. You like, know? Or they'll literally squeeze through a small little, little space. I, it grinds my gears. Yeah. Airports, I hate airports. People, you know, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. You know, and people, you know, that, you know, uh, treat others like that, you know, they have, they leave a effect on you. Mm-hmm. And so, as I'm, so, sorry, my point of that saying was, uh, of saying that was, um, when one is affected, we're all affected. Mm -hmm. So when they, when we, you know, scream and protest, you know, and Mm -hmm. say, we can't breathe, it's because we really cannot breathe. Mm -hmm. We cannot fathom the idea that because this person is, you know, is, Mm -hmm. is, is killed, you Mm -hmm. know, it's the same reason why we would be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's the only difference is they selected one right at that at that time right. or multiple at different times right you know and so we really are having physiological reactions to these events right so um you know just having that in the back of your mind when you know we're having 
um, these discussions. So when I'm, I'm like in my room and obviously I can see somebody walking up and I see that they have like the headgear mm-hmm. or like a, a helmet and we have like people who take out the trash, mm-hmm. but I couldn't see cause it was dark. So I, all I can see is the helmet. So I'm seeing on the, on on social media that they're raiding communities that they're literally roaming down communities roaming throughout communities and telling people to go inside and i'm like oh my gosh like is somebody coming up here like you know and it's just that 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 you know and i'm like am i having something am i literally having a physiological reaction Mm -hmm. based off of the information i'm consuming yeah so many people do not even have that Mm -hmm. you know and we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to really make sure that I'm not biased. I'm not, you know, uh, profiling people. You know, when when I went to uh, Target today, I'm over here looking at, like, a police officer, making sure that I make eye con- contact and wave my hand and say hello. Because I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want you to, to think I'm doing something bad. I don't want you to have that idea of me. I want to make sure that, hey, are you on the same right. page? I'm on the same page with you. Right. And so many people, yeah, they will, you know, condemn. Like, you know, that's not okay. You know, you need to just say, F mm-hmm. the police, fuck 12, whatever. But the yeah. case, you know, right. <laughs> you know, but it's it's one of those things where you're like, that's not working. Yeah. But you know what? I think the tough, the, the, the part that I struggle with, I think right now, because I'm tired too, mm-hmm. is um, you are the only one doing that. That cop's not doing that. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. So it's like, if you go every day trying to say hi, trying mm-hmm. to, tr- like, I, I shouldn't have to do that. Walk around and smile or say certain things right. to convince non-black people that I'm not a threat to them. Exactly. Other people don't do it. Right. Why? You know what I mean? But right. so why is that? So for me, just it's very like, it's very, it's an extra job. Yeah. To have that to is, do that. Yeah. And it's an extra job solely because of the color of my skin. Right. And I say this all the time. You'll probably see it on my Instagram. If you see somebody as less than or a threat or you treat them as less than um, solely because of the color of their skin, Go to therapy. Right. Like, like that's it. Like, go to therapy. My mom's right here. Right, she yeah. got you. <laughs> because, like, there is something that you need to dissect and figure right. out what the root of that is. belief mm-hmm. is, okay? Because it's not okay. Nope. And people are dying solely because of that thought right. and that belief that you have. And we right. need to dismantle that. Right. No, I totally agree with you. But I think that, again, it's only... I, I think with that... I have to control what I do and my responses mm-hmm. to that information. Knowing yeah. this information and understanding people, we don't need to smile all the time. Yeah. We don't have to smile all right. the time. Mm-hmm. But understanding that, you know what, I'm cool with, and and it's it's kind of like that saying, keep your enemies closer mm-hmm. than your friends or whatever. Keep, keep your, your friends, friends close, but your, your enemies, enemies closer. closer. Yeah. Is making sure, hey, yeah, we're cool, you know, but hey, like, it's something where the pop off, I'm still with my culture, I'm still with my, you know, my, my people. But I think also, and I keep saying this, that I've been a little bit hesitant, but I feel like it needs to be said, is getting into these positions where, you know, they're, or these professions, where those professions specifically or those systems like the healthcare system, the criminal justice system, Mm -hmm. we need to infiltrate those positions, Mm -hmm. not to just sit there and, you know, be a police officer and da da da. 
but literally to shift legislation to promote you know i know there's mm-hmm. those glass ceilings mm-hmm. but find a way to promote recruit vote for people in you know mm-hmm. and right. and change those things because yeah this is institutional racism mm-hmm. this is not individual racism where it can you know uh, uh influence the effect of, of discrimination between one person and the, and, the, mm-hmm. and the, the next yeah but really dissecting and infiltrating understanding the already established laws mm-hmm. already established laws and seeing what is not being enforced mm-hmm. That is important. I think that's important. And I also think, and this is not to make excuses for people. I just always think of my own personal experience. I think that, like, if you don't have ancestors who are in the law field, Mm -hmm. you know nothing. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. a lot of us have parents who haven't even graduated from high school. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. mean, my mom, she graduated from high school, but I'm I'm first gen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... Even having the confidence to go to college when a, when your family did that's hard. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. And sometimes colleges don't provide the correct resources nope, to make you feel like you belong on that college as yeah. first gen. Like first gen is barely becoming a hot topic, mm-hmm. and institutions are like, okay, let's do what we yeah. need to do. So it's like if you don't have that support, you're like, is college really for me? You're looking mm-hmm. at all your family members, so you're like, I mean, none of them went to college. I might as well not go either. That's just mm-hmm. how life is, yeah. and we're living in low income areas you're not really seeing too much positivity so it's hard to see like it's going to be hard for people to be like yeah i'm gonna go and be a lawyer yeah and then on top of that you have to find those resources to take tests you know what i mean you have to find a a group of friends who are interested in law yeah you're not gonna find that in the hood you know what i mean or like you know i mean like sometimes so i think like it's it's a lot harder i think it can be done but i think that's why you see those those diamond in the roughs from certain communities like oh my gosh i made Mm -hmm. it out but all of them will tell you like this wasn't no easy easy. breeze like i had to still and then on top of that in the midst of you making it out you might have to be the caregiver for your family you know Mm -hmm. what i mean your financial aid low-key is going to your your mom's rent whatever the case may be so i'm like there's so many things set up to where it's like put you down to put to for you not to become a lawyer for you not to become a doctor it's really hard and i hear you but the thing is is and and the thing is Mm -hmm. um because i'm bridging off and i totally agree with what you're saying this is the information era. This is where we are able to acquire the information that we are needing. So throughout this, you, I mean, going to the library is, is not expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, reading a book inside of that. People are not even acquiring these mm-hmm. tools to, you know, learn the law. Right. And I'm not saying, you know, going, you have to, you must. Yeah. Just like any other, any other, like, form of government Mm -hmm. even you know the military there's different branches of each of Mm -hmm. each um military yeah so and they are all you know targeting different demographics different grounds Mm -hmm. all of that right so that's how we need to be operating Mm -hmm. is that there's certain people here there's certain people that not everybody heard to the streets yeah because if we all heard to the streets who's over here at the back door who's here at the window Mm -hmm. you know and we need to acquire these these laws understand your rights and so um understanding your rights i mean everybody has access to majority of everybody has access to social social media media. and i was gonna say a lot of people are learning through social media i was i was i was thinking about your library example if you grew up in a low-income population right and your family don't go to college none of that stuff the chances of you going to a library is slim to none yeah because the library is not stressed right i i mean we live in our city and I, i never think of the city library because it was just not something that was stressed to me ever in any way, shape, or yeah. form. Also, too, if my family doesn't have that education, 
when I go into that library, I'm probably feel like people are gonna look at me. What the hell am I doing here? Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. Like I, I, I'm not worthy enough being in this library. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more than going to the city yeah. library. It's, it's like psychological. How, yeah, it's psychological. It's psychological. It's like how can I can how do we construct these individuals' brains mm-hmm. to say yes. Uh, your dad didn't show up, or yes, your mama ain't shit. Yeah. Yes, da, 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 da. however, you can choose you can, yep. to make mm-hmm. this choice. Right. I'm YouTube University <laughs> and, and Twitter, like you can learn so much, much through these that. social mm-hmm. networks. But I think, like, through these social networks, we also have to put more stuff of like, hey, yeah. you can go to your local library yeah. and learn about mm-hmm. this. And people be like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, until, I didn't realize it's on yeah. Twitter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think I just feel like when I think of like the wide scope of things I think that it's like so complex it's levels of things mm-hmm. that need to be done yeah most and definitely. it's hard to do all of those things and uh, some people are like if it's that many levels and they've never seen anyone accomplish anything they're gonna be like representation I'm matters stay here. yeah representation matters yeah representation and matters I think sure. that's our job and I do believe it is our job as if we're wanting to see our community progress mm-hmm. that these are things that we talk about so I'm even considering having a a, uh, a workshop where what to do when you are encountering a police officer mm-hmm. because when I got pulled over I didn't know what to do it was mm-hmm. 2 a.m. I was speeding I was like what right. do I do do I put on the light do I not put on the light mm-hmm. do I have my purse out do I not have my purse out what am I to do mm-hmm. and so people in these you know situations they're like i don't know what to do you know i'm reaching for my my wallet it's mm-hmm. dark i don't have my light on he didn't tell me to put the light on what am i supposed to do he's telling me not to speak but can i speak mm-hmm. what are certain right. things you know the miranda mm-hmm. law whatever it may be and i think understanding and us those people that are fortunate enough to have been exposed to these mm-hmm. i've been very privileged mm-hmm. to have my mom have who has a master's degree and a license in social work mm-hmm. i'm like okay well the knowledge that i'm acquiring for for uh clinical social work sorry mm-hmm. okay. but while i'm you know under her wing i'm like you know what i'm gonna learn from her regardless you know i'm about to read this dsm and literally you mm-hmm. know give my information out to to other people mm-hmm. you know and and help that because right. we can't be one for ourselves right we literally have to be you know very uh communal and that's the difference there's there's where the divide is is where the the process of information the distribution of information Mm -hmm. and we're thinking only one of us can make it right right no yeah Yeah. most definitely i think that like um as you were saying like it's up to us but i'm always and i don't know i'm always very gracious with or honestly i think i've decreased my my idea of expectations right because i think like it's up to us but it's hard for us being the first yeah. two you know what i mean yeah. it's a lot of pressure because yeah. you're still learning as you're going yeah. and it's Most hard definitely. to teach other people while you are learning right you know what i mean yeah but i think it's something that can definitely be done oh yeah and i think that like obviously we can definitely say like something needs, needs to, to be, be done, done yeah. for sure like yeah. everyone knows that mm-hmm. um but i think that because everyone's so different just in their natural mm-hmm. state um yes. it's hard mm-hmm. to be like oh no come by into this idea protest right. this way and exactly. it's like no because you know what um yelling gives this person anxiety, anxiety so yeah. i need them not to go outside right. exactly and yell. you know like yeah. there's so many, many factors, factors to where mm-hmm. it's like there's never going to be the correct one way to protest right. there's never going to be one way you know yeah. what i mean but i think that like if we can push out more resources but not only push out more resources 
resources that build up these individuals confidence and their ability to be able to do anything as a confidence coach a lot of the individuals that I've worked with they just did not believe in themselves and I was just like okay well why don't you believe in yourself Mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten we don't believe in ourselves because of other people or because um someone told us no right and so like for me I'm like no means not right now that's something that I had learned in the academy that I was over this weekend yeah so I just feel like Day by day, like, we have to learn in the in the black community in particular to build up the confidence of black boys and black girls. And um, we we can't be against one another because everyone else is already right. against yeah, us. Exactly. So it's like, there's some people like, some black people who are like, y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are so dumb. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. I've also seen posts. This this country was founded off of looting. Exactly. Everything that's in all the yeah. damn museums, yeah. give back. Right. Like, that's, yeah. That was the George. Yeah. You stole it. Seriously. Like, this country is built yeah. off of stealing. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that it means you should go and steal everything. I'm just saying, like, when you say what you say, take, take everything into consideration. Take right. emotions. Take circumstances. Right. Like, I'm a firm believer of everything is done for a reason. Yeah. Now, the reason may not be right, but I feel like once I know that the reason why, um, that's typically how I choose my next step. Right. Like, looking for the reason why this person lashed yeah. out, why they did. Okay, well, how can I show up in a positive way yeah. in this moment? But yeah. then also knowing that, like, that is your choice. It is not my choice. I can't I can't give your choices that much power, power to determine mm-hmm. my emotions. Right. But in this time, it's really hard yeah. because your choices are killing me, my brothers, and my sisters. Right. So Period. that has a lot of power. So I have to figure out yep. what we go do. It's language. Yeah. It's all language. You know, from the moments of zero to five, all of that is feeding your your confidence. Right. It's feeding how we interact with the world, how we interact with our partners, how we interact with every single person. And so when you're hearing that constant, no, shut up, you're not worth it. Right. Even hearing minorities, right. minority being less than a whole right less than a whole and yet we're referred to yeah. as minorities mm-hmm. and we even ourselves say it mm-hmm. not understanding the the power of our words and how it it maneuvers and it goes back to what mm-hmm. we were talking about how we maneuver through it and what we tell ourselves mm-hmm. and what we tell the world mm-hmm. because when when i'm telling you know then that you know let's say my brother's telling me you know hey um you know, I don't, I don't like X, Y, and Z, and I'm telling them to shut up. I'm telling them that their voice doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, just figuring out how to, you know, mm-hmm. respect difference of, of, of opinions as long as it does not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, deem anybody less than as well as, like, oppress a whole race. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know? I, my friend, my friend, we were talking about how, like, people who do... Uh, break dancing mm-hmm. and listen to black people music. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are silent right now. Right. Yeah. Um, someone was like, I know a lot of girls that love oh, D1 God. athletes. <laughs> and I was like, wow. They were like, a lot of y'all that love these D1 athletes are real silent. And I'm like, they just really called out this moment. Oh, like, wow. wow. But, they just called out my friend over there. Right, right. <laughs> but what I, it was true. I was just like, I know so many people are like, I don't know what to say. I value you. I love you. And I'm like, that's great. Mm-hmm. And but that's that. not gonna save my life you <laughs> no. know what I mean so it's hard cause it's like I know they're feeling like well what do I say sometimes you can't say nothing Mm-mm. sometimes you can't repost retweet or share. say I stand in solidarity stand in solidarity yeah that's all you have to say check your ancestors mm-hmm. yeah but I feel like for those people who um, my friend he was just like for those people who um date our black men or date our black women like ask them how you can show mm-hmm. up 
um support black businesses mm-hmm. um if you can't support a black business um for those of y'all who be making dances right Come make on. up a dance dedicated to right. black lives like right. you know, you're gonna use our music anyway yeah make up some you know what i mean just be like yeah. hey um the proceeds that i get from this this dance class will go to right. a black exactly. organization like use your brain ask yeah. one of your black friends petition. what you can do you petition know? yeah petition you know, simple simple as that. You can do a virtual petition. You can have a webinar on, you know, anything. Literally right. anything. Just get a Zoom account. Right. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's every single way. And going back to your relationship with self, all of that stuff matters. Mm-hmm. All of it matters, you know. And unfortunately, we keep, you know, sometimes we say silent, like, um, you know, silence the chaos and mm-hmm. what's around us but sometimes you really can't and yeah. what you listen to and what you see are mm-hmm. the only things that can enter your soul without permission right you know so those are the things that you need to monitor mm-hmm. set boundaries mm-hmm. and feed your yourself like right. goodness right. Right, right, right you know so and taking taking time to just sit down and decompress and love yourself mm-hmm. which however that is whether it be maybe dancing and maybe talking to yourself writing you know, twerking shit. I don't know. Right. Do whatever that makes you feel good during this time because they are the media that they that is being put out there. Right. It's dimming us. Right. It, yeah. It's dimming us from white, black people who you know are pro equality, mm-hmm. pro you know equality, pro black, pro mm-hmm. people of color. Mm-hmm. This is dimming all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't I don't get how we have gotten to the point where we normalize somebody dying and we don't even blink twice when we look out right. on social media. It's all oh, dang that's sad. Yeah, okay. dang that's sad. Oh my gosh. Okay, scroll. Right. That's you not know, okay. how that is that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm desensitizing. Um, I do want to thank you for taking the time thank out for, for this. Um, <laughs> it was a very broad conversation, yeah. but I, I loved it. And I think that people uh, who are here to listen to, you know, self-love, mm-hmm. to people who are trying to figure out how to find their voice within the chaos, how to um, be well, <laughs> they're going to take it all oh, from yeah. here. That is, we were like, relationship <laughs> with yeah. self, racism. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was good. back to relationship yeah. with self. Okay, yeah, let me just throw it back. It's, it's the it's great you with know everything going on we have to touch on it we but it was to. very therapeutic i, yeah, I must say yeah, it was I very agree. therapeutic because i was like dang <laughs> i felt that yeah. oh my god thank you for having thank me thank you I appreciate it. of course <laughs> but we are having a web uh, a confidence yes the confidence is key um webinar yes it'll be june 18th at 3 p.m um it's a virtual webinar for free i love giving away stuff for free (laughs) um and i'll just be discussing what confidence is um ways you can increase your self-confidence and really um diving into why you may have a lack of confidence at this moment and so just kind of just sharing those gems it's called confidence is key um Maybe you'll share the link to it yeah, when you post this. Um, or you can go to my Instagram and at Cassie's Cure, C-A-S-S-I-E-S-C-U-R-E. And I have a link in my bio and you click the link and you can sign up for the webinar. Um, I already have sold about 50 out of 60 tickets. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm thinking of adding an extra 10 tickets on um, for sure for people. But yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty lit. I think it'll be good. I feel like people really need to know... Um, those self-confidence triggers and like things that they can do to practice to increase their self-confidence because if you don't have confidence in yourself you're gonna block a lot of blessings and you're gonna you're gonna convince yourself that you can't when you can so 
love it thank you so much thank you so much and um we will be uh publishing this today so this is great thank you so much have a great day everyone